0: Hey everyone, I'm Ruth and welcome to my podcast, Living Unashamed. You know, every day we are met with the chaos of unhealthy and confusing and fear-inducing noise in this world. We can be so easily overcome by hopelessness, pain, fear, brokenness, and loss, that encountering the goodness of God seems almost impossible. The good news is that the Bible says we overcome the enemy, you know, the devil, darkness, destruction which leads to pain and confusion and doubt and deceit we overcome that by the blood of the lamb which is the completed work of jesus and the word of our testimony our own witness account each week i invite you to join me as we connect with people from all walks of life who share their inspiring journey of brokenness to redemption through divine encounters with jesus christ the only one who truly has the power to save and transform lives our hope is that as you listen to these powerful and true stories you will discover a new hope and wisdom that will encourage you on your journey to encountering jesus and his never-ending love and race every day so welcome we are so blessed to have you tuning in today and we pray that you are abundantly blessed by today's episode of Living Unashamed. Okay.
1: Thanks for doing this. That's all right. That sounds like fun. <laughs> I've yeah. done one one other podcast once before. Um, well that, that was good fun, so. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to my podcast
0: called Living Unashamed. Um, this is where I want people just to be able to share their journey, their stories of life's ups and downs and um, how they came to encounter Jesus and what encountering Jesus has done for their life since then. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, the hope is that um, people have a platform to share their story and, um, and be heard for people to know that they are seen, and that their story has power, uh, has the power to lead others to Jesus, has the power to bless and encourage others in their journey, and overall just gives God all the glory. So, thank you. Good. <laughs> um, so, guys, this is my friend Sophie Nestor, who I met many years ago in Victoria. Um, Hi. (laughs) Thank you for being here today.
1: Uh, Thank you for having me,
0: Sophie. I've always considered you to have such a powerful story. I've always considered you to be someone from the moment I met you to be, um, yeah, so anointed by God, Mm -hmm. Um, and with everything that you've gone through, you know, you still are such an inspiration to me, even in my journey. you know, the reality is we all will go through things in life that challenge us and um, change us and even um, cause us sometimes to uh, go through hard trials where we question our faith and we question what it means to be alive. Um, and that's mm-hmm. you know, all part of our journey and you know, walk with Christ. Yeah. But it's so comforting to know that through all of that there's so much grace to um to go through all of that knowing that jesus is there and he's not judging us but he is totally completely in love with us and trying to Mm -hmm. help us um yeah know that he's with us through it all you know and um so i would love you to be able to just share a bit of your journey if you're you're open to it like um
1: what what your life's been like and um yeah 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 so so right from the start, <laughs> um, so I was born with a heart condition and bifida. So I've been in and out of hospital for many years. Um, so I've had, so I've had 10, 11 major surgeries. Um, um, sorry, three on my heart, six on my feet, <laughs> to count sometimes, and two on my bladder. So they're just the major ones. And obviously along the way, I've had little minor teeth operations and heart catheters and all that sort of stuff that still involves general anesthetic but compared to what I've had they're not as major um so um yeah so the first six years of my life was pretty much a blur um so I had my first operation when I was eight hours old um and then I think the second one, I was like 14 hours or something like that. I don't remember too much of it. But, yeah, so lots lots of in and out of hospital. Um, My last surgery was just before COVID hit, so about five years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was on my foot. (laughs) So I some reconstruction surgery on my foot. Um, But, yeah, I think along the way, like, I've been brought up, like, my first – Sunday back from home I was in church um, so being brought up in church and that sort of in that environment um, I've been to youth and church all my life as long as I can remember um, I think for me I made the dishes, dish decision to start going back when I think I was about 10 or 11 was when I kind of made the decision because I've always obviously gone with my parents and that sort of stuff. Um, but for me to make that decision that I want a relationship with God and I want to pursue this, I was about 10 or 11 when I made that decision. Um, so yeah, it's been definitely been a journey. It hasn't been easy, it's had lots of ups and downs along the way. Um, but I think, yeah, it's, I think through it all, it's just knowing. And reminding myself how god God is good, and he doesn't fail, and he will never leave. So yeah,
0: how have you
1: um found
0: um, after every operation, like an operation is not a tiny thing, and the things you've had to go through have been, I imagine, quite difficult. And um, how have you found coming out of those operations? like the recovery process being um, not only physically, but also um, emotionally and spiritually impacting you?
1: It can be very traumatic. I'm not going to lie. I think even this last time I had the surgery, um, it wasn't even surgery. I just ended up in hospital um, just for a simple UTI that ended up in borderline um, sepsis. So, um, it was a very much traumatic experience, and I think it's I think it's just I have to remind myself of how God's just kept me alive along the way because I think obviously it does take a toll um especially on my mental health um mm-hmm. and it's yeah, especially recently it's it's been a challenge, but I think yeah, through it all it's just. Reminding myself that, yeah, God's got a purpose in all this, even if I may not understand it. Um, But, yeah, it's just kind of leaning on him in those hard times. Um, Don't get me wrong, there's some really rough days. Um, But, yeah, I just have to lean on him um, and get my strength from him because I definitely can't do it in my own strength. So, um, yeah. And and it's such a
0: powerful, um, you know, powerful thing to through all of this to you know reach a point where you know, okay, no matter what I'm feeling and no matter what my brain is thinking, like God's still comforting me even in times when I feel like everything's about to come to an end
1: or that everything's mm-hmm. falling apart. Um, yeah, I think it's important to to have. Um, certain people around you to be able to lift you up in those times as well because I know there's definitely times that as much as I want to and I try to lean on God, I still struggle. So it's having those people around that can kind of go, hey, like, you know, these are the truths and um, kind of get my head or get your head around out of those lies of what the enemy is trying to attack you with. So um, having those people around you to remind me or to remind you of those truths of God, um, I think it's really important as well. Yeah,
0: definitely. And um, even with that, like throughout different seasons of your life, obviously growing up you would have surrounded yourself with different people. I remember when I first encountered you um, in Bendigo, you know, I just have this vivid memory of walking into the walking out of church um, into the, the courtyard area and there was just you, young Sophie now, <laughs> sitting in the, in the sun in the courtyard and, you know, you had some darker clothes on and you kind of had like this edgy kind of vibe. But instantly I just knew I was like there's something different about this girl. And that was yeah. before I even heard part of your story. And you probably would have still been in your, what, towards the end of your teenage years then? Yeah,
1: that was yeah
0: 10-15
1: years ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we've known each other off and on quite a long time, but you always had an impact on me. And that, you know, um to see that even though you've gone through a lot more medical things during these seasons, you know, you're still that bright, bubbly um person. And and journeying through life is hard, and, and you're mm-hmm. with God will weave in and out depending on how we process things, you know. So how how would you say um, in terms of your faith with God, like when would you say
1: was your most impacting encounter with Jesus in your life? Um, I remember it pretty vividly. It was one of the summer camps um, that I went on to, at church um, and I think I was about 14, 14 15 years old um, And I kind of, I was at that real difficult age where I was, I kind of turned away from church a little bit just before then. Um, Not necessarily turned away from God, but just the church. I think I was just at that rough age where obviously I wanted to fit in with my friends at school um, and that sort of stuff. And I got into some pretty hard situations um, and, you know, kind of got into the drinking scene a little bit and that sort of stuff. But... Um, that camp kind of was my turning point I think of what life can be um, and what life is with Jesus and um, yeah I think that like that was the camp where I got baptized in the Holy Spirit and um, I yeah it's just I think from then on was like really my turning point of like okay this is like as much as I made that decision years ago that I wanted to pursue a relationship with God, like it, that camp just kind of set me more on fire to kind of pursue him and to kind of live a life with him. Um, yeah.
0: That's really awesome. It, I, I'm a firm believer in um, opportunities, in going into camps and, um, yeah. and doing community events that, that really have such a, a power for Christ. When you're in a presence surrounded by people who are either in a similar situation to you or an interest in Christ or a seeking Christ there's just the move of the Holy Spirit that just comes mm-hmm. up. um yeah what was that yeah. that moment like like for you like was there um anything particular that stood out like what, what was it like did you have uh, God speak to you in any way or was there a certain miracle that occurred or or was it like How did you know just
1: in that moment, wow, God's here and he's real and he's calling me? I think just the peace of his presence was just so tangible, like it was just so amazing. But um, I think that stage of life too, I was really kind of, I guess, trying to find myself, but trying to find myself living with all these conditions and hospital and all that sort of stuff mm. and kind of trying to find a purpose I guess in it all um and it was that cam that kind of God said that like he's using my health for a reason even though I don't really understand it um but there is reason and there is a purpose behind it um and that is to bring people to Jesus through my story um so I think that was just my real turning point of, like, no matter where my health lies, like, I just have to kind of go back to that moment when God spoke to me then at that camp mm. of just to try to find the purpose in it, whether I understand it or not, like, just believing that God has got a purpose and even on those hard days, knowing that God will bring people to him through me. So, yeah, I think that was probably, like, the most powerful thing that I kind of got from the camp so yeah
0: <laughs> yeah that's it's really beautiful and really powerful It mm. it's kind of you know obviously God never intended or ever desired because of his love, he never wanted you to be in pain and never wanted you to have to go through these things. But living in an imperfect world where there is sin and there is death and decay, even though Jesus has conquered it all and has the ultimate say, you know, when we go through these experiences, it it's not easy, but to know that the one who is sovereign over it has the final say is so comforting. And when you reach that spot where you encounter Jesus and his peace and his love, it kind of shifts the perspective we have, the, the fleshy, earthly perspective. And it kind of gives you, I would say, like a, a bit of an infilling of a drive to, to keep pushing forward despite your circumstances. Mm.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> oh, that's really awesome. So, um it's just so people can understand a little bit more about your health journey, you, um, a few years ago when I was interested in learning more about your story, you mentioned um, a lot of medical things and said that pretty much um, your
1: you being alive is actually a miracle. Yeah, so pretty much the doctors, so when mum had her 80 ultrasound is when they found out that I had a heart condition um long story short there was a lot of doctors trying to terminate mum's pregnancy um and all that sort of stuff and we or my parents <laughs> were very blessed to have a cardiologist that was actually a Christian at the time um and he kind of sat down with mom and dad and kind of prayed over mum and um uh, me and that sort of stuff and um, they pushed through and they um, pushed through the other what the other doctors were saying and um, so I was born uh, and then obviously it was very touch and go as well, um, especially for the first few years of life. Um, so my first surgery, they actually didn't expect that I was going to make it through the surgery. Um, so that was a 20-hour surgery
0: wow.
1: um, that I endured and they gave me eight hours left um, when I came out of the surgery to kind of survive and they wanted to turn off the life machines and all that sort of stuff. And, again, this cardiologist just came in and prayed over me and was my parents and um, they turned the machines off and I kept living (laughs) despite the machines. So it was just such a miracle. Um, Yeah, I think sometimes I have to remind myself of those that as well just to kind of like okay god's got me here for a reason and a purpose so um yeah
0: and even even that moment in the hospital would be such a big testament of um god's supernatural power and yeah. presence to the the medical staff and to your yeah. parents and even you now growing up you know where like you were uh you're you're still alive when the doctors said you shouldn't be. You know, there are yeah. testimony every day you step forward. You know, you're still living in the grace and protection of God. You know,
1: and yeah, that,
0: that's incredible. I mean, that's why you know I always felt there was just something about you. You know, mm-hmm. that, that that it was definitely a God thing. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> you're here, you know, it's not done with you. Like I said, yeah. the, best, the best is definitely yet to come. And um, yeah, so, so how have you found since then um, over the last few years with COVID and, um, and even moments in Melbourne we had those moments of isolation and lockdown and how have you felt like through all this and, and even still with medical things, your journey and your faith with God, now, um, how have you found that journey so far? Have you have you had a lot of struggles with uh, maintaining that relationship with Jesus, um, or have you had big moments of questioning things? Or um, what what has your life kind of looked like through that?
1: I definitely, I think over COVID, it. Um, it was quite hard because I was still technically recovering from the surgery um, previously as well. So um, there was obviously a lot of pain and that sort of stuff, like physical pain as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was hard because I wasn't able to get my proper recovery that what I should have. And I still kind of suffer from that even now um, just because I didn't get what I should have. But I think just not going out. um, I think living with a chronic illness as well, makes it harder because I am more vulnerable. Um, so a simple chest infection usually ends, ends me up in hospital. So I was quite scared of COVID when it first came around. Um, so I definitely isolated myself quite a lot um, in that kind of aspect. Um, but I think it was just, for me, it was even just online, just getting people around, just doing Zoom calls and, you know, just phone calls and that sort of stuff. Just um, I remember mum saying I was constantly on the phone over COVID, but I think that's what I needed um, to help me because I realised I was getting into that place of isolation um, and I knew that wasn't going to be healthy for me or anyone. Um, so it was I had to just step out as hard as it was to reach out to my friends, to have phone calls, to have a coffee on Zoom, whatever it is, to kind of just reach out. But I think just I also took it as an opportunity to spend that time with God um, as well and just have that one-on-one time with him Um, because I think life can get so busy and so crazy and, you know, it can be hard to, um, you know, kind of just make time for him. But I think, too, it was an actual opportunity for me to kind of through the business implement a bit of a routine, to make God the center of my life and like, and just spending like more just spending time with him and making that time. So um, yeah, there was definitely hard moments and um, yeah, I know my mental health was quite over all over the place there um, and it was hard because I lost a couple of friends in that in that time as well. So um yeah it was definitely difficult but at the same time I think yeah it was a good opportunity for me to yeah kind of put put into place that time with God um just that one on one time with him so yeah <laughs> yeah I
0: mean it, it was um a very powerful season I think for many people especially mm-hmm. people who found themselves in spaces where they were unable to get out as much or did feel isolated from people um Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know it it either kind of drew us to god or or go down a a place of depression and anxiety and stress that inevitably would lead to a lot of destruction um and sometimes you would go left and end up in that place and then reach out to God you know and yeah. find the answers there too. So uh, it's been really awesome to be able to um, hear from you your perspective and, and your journey and um, your health. How, so how's your health going now? Like have you had um, have you had big moments of um, breakthrough or are you still believing for massive breakthrough?
1: always believing (laughs) um I think my health's always going to be up and down um I haven't been sick with a cold ever since COVID so that's a good thing um but I've got I've actually got a couple of surgeries coming up in the next couple of months so I'm just waiting for dates for them so um compared to what I've had they're actually quite minor (laughs) so I'm not as nervous as what I would be for anything else um but any surgery surgery I guess so there's always that kind of it's hard I think it's a lot of the trauma for me has come from the um interventions from the needles and all that sort of stuff it's not the actual surgeries itself if that makes sense so um so I think any time I kind of go in a hospital it's that's kind of what I think of but yeah, no, it's heart-wise. I'm doing really well. Um, yeah, they have not really complaining about that, which is good. So that's awesome. So I get six monthly, yearly checks on that. Um, and then yeah, so I've got the spinal floor as well, which I haven't touched on a lot. But yeah, there's a couple of surgeries um, there that um, are in in the looks and just to kind of see what can help with my feet and even more so my bladder um and that sort of stuff but it's it's up and down <laughs> but yeah just gotta keep pushing through so um yeah, but, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, well you are definitely a fighter and we will definitely be keeping you in our prayers for this and believing for breakthrough yeah. as I'm sure everyone who listens will will be believing for a victory for you too um just want to touch on with what you just said through everything in this moment. Now, as you step into what's coming up next, how has God been a a comfort to you um, in this season? And even as you've been in your hospital visits and things like that.
1: Um, I think just making him priority through it all, um, even through my hospital visits, you know, it's putting on the worship, it's listening to the Bible, as traumatic as procedure may be, Um, and as much as it's hard to kind of pray in those moments, but just letting his presence kind of be known through those procedures um, is a real big thing for me. Um, I'm lucky that I can occasionally get the Christian doctor or the nurse or social worker that, It's really helpful and they're able to kind of sit and pray with me as well, which is awesome. But, um, yeah, I think this season at the moment is just just relying on God. I think it's, I think even over COVID, I think that's one thing that I did learn that I think I relied on people too much Um, and it really taught me to not rely on people as much but you know God's always there he's always there first um so relying on him so um I think yeah through all the medical stuff that I do go through it's reminding myself of he's there no matter what um and to rely on him through whatever procedure I have to go through um yeah yeah (laughs) yeah very very actually um
0: very wise um, things that you're, you're stepping into and even for people listening who may be in a situation where they find themselves in need of um, what well, they could be sitting in hospital, they could be um, awaiting to have a surgery or knowing that there's a surgery coming up or even just having a, a difficulty with anything medical. Um, I think what you've just said is is, a, is really um, encouraging and um, informative and um, will help them too. Is there anything else um, that you would kind of suggest or say to anyone who's in a similar situation, who's battling a, a health thing or um, has gone through a lot of traumatic health experiences um, in terms of, Uh, encouraging them in a walk with Jesus?
1: Um, I think just rely on him. Like you're going to have your good days, you're going to have your bad. Um, Being in and out of hospital can be very traumatic. Um, But just knowing that God never changes and he will never leave you, Um, just holding on to that hope and that, um, and yeah, just kind of holding on to that is what's really got me through some of my darkest times. Um, But, yeah, I just really encourage anyone that is going through any procedures or anything to do with medical, like if you can't pray, just literally just put on that worship Um, and even just the Bible on audio. Like it, for me, it gave me a real sense of peace in those real traumatising times. Um, So, but, yeah, just holding on to God's hope and, yeah just reminding yourself that god will never leave you or forsake you and he will never change like He's the same every day like today and yesterday so just kind of holding on to that hope so yeah beautiful yeah
0: he is that hope he's the anchor for our soul and it's so Mm -hmm. so comforting to know that you know and there's nothing we could ever do that could take his love away from us and even even to death, we will always be his children, you know, and yeah. that's so comforting to know because he is in control of all things and he had the victory over death. Therefore, um, yeah, as we continue to press into him, we can continue to believe for victory in the things that we face in our lives.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, well, it's so awesome to chat to you. Um Yeah, and just to hear your story again, um, I would love to pray for you uh, before we finish up, if you're okay with that.
1: That would be fantastic. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, God, I just thank you for Sophie. I thank you for the beautiful heart you've given her. I thank you. um, No pun intended. I thank you that... uh, you have strengthened her through and through through the whole journey so far. And we truly know that you are with her in the good times and the bad and um, you are the rock in which she stands on. I thank you that you surround her with your patience and your love and you fill her with your spirit every day to strengthen her and guide her in what's next. Thank you, Lord. There's nothing she will face that she can't overcome with your help. God, you you Mm -hmm. call her by name. She is your beloved in all things and through all things. And we just believe right now in the name of Jesus for um, a supernatural uh, acceleration of healing to her mm-hmm. spine, bifida symptoms, to her heart, to um, to her feet, and to every other symptom of pain or injury or sickness or malfunction in her body you saved her when the doctor said it was impossible and it was for such a time as this i truly believe it and we just declare in the name of jesus that holy spirit you would anoint your healing power over sophie that she would be strengthened by your love that she would uh continue to know that she is beautiful and seen and redeemed and um, that she would continue to seek you knowing that you have everything um, in the palm of your hands, and you have good things for her. Um, we just bless her as she continues on with what's ahead, and um, yeah, we thank you that this is not the end of Sophie Nesta, and uh, that she has a lot more to do. And we thank you continue to bless her as you can as she continues to reach out to people. You know that community is so is it's so important, um, yeah, and holds a lot of power for our lives and to bring you the most glory. So, Lord, we just lift Sophie up to you in Jesus' name and, um, yeah, continue to make yourself known to her in the most glorious way possible. In Jesus' name,
1: amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on this podcast. It's been awesome to be able to share my story.
0: So you're more than welcome. And um,
1: if anyone
0: would ever like to hear more of your story I'm sure that you would be fine with um yeah looking reaching. to an email or reaching out I'll, I'll grab yeah. your, um the details you'd like me to publish and um yeah yeah, yeah. that people who are listening have been able to um Receive some sort of wisdom and blessing from hearing your story today. As I know I have, I'm always inspired by your story and um, yeah. just to see how God's working through people. So, individually, according to their journey and their needs, is really powerful. You know, we have a God who loves us all equally, and yet he knows us so deeply and so intimately that he knows what works for us in our own journeys, yeah. each and yeah. every individual way. And it, I think that is powerful in itself.
1: Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, well, um it's been an awesome honor to have you on this podcast, especially being the first one that I do. Um Thank <laughs> so, <you. laughs> uh, I want to honor you. I also want to honor your parents for making the choice to have you and not listen to the other doctors. And we also want to honor the nurse and the doctor who um yep. for you when you were young. Um uh, believing that you would continue to live when everyone else said you wouldn't and um yeah and god was faithful and look at you now continuing yep. to keep moving forward and yeah i'm excited to see how you continue to soar in the weeks and months ahead because um yeah there is definitely special uh, something beautiful and special about you and it's definitely the love and and joy of god and that's so powerful so um
1: yeah. Definitely. Nice. <laughs> Thank you
0: so much. You're welcome. Well, it's been an honor to chat and uh yeah, I look forward to catching up again with you soon.
1: Yeah, sounds great. No worries. All right.
0: Well, God bless and I will chat to you soon. Okay. Uh-huh. See ya. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Sophie share her story of how God has been constant in her life so far throughout every season of her journey with the ups and downs that she's faced with medical conditions and um, discovering her identity in God. Yeah, it's a powerful testimony to be reminded of that through everything we go through, God is constant and faithful and his love never fades no matter what happens on our journey, no matter what happens in our life. thanks again for joining us today we pray that you have been encouraged by the powerful testimony that was shared we know that there is so much power in sharing with others what jesus has done in our lives so if you would like to come onto this podcast and share your story of how you encountered jesus go check out our facebook page the living unashamed podcast and shoot us a message i have no doubt that your story will be a blessing to all who hear Until next time, God bless. This is Ruth Turner signing out.